It's the morning show at East Coast FM. Well, he's here. Yes, he's on. He is Pete Wedderburn. Good morning, Declan. How are you today? You're, you're Pete the vet, not the groovy vet. Or like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it a beautiful sunny day Isn't today? It gorgeous. Magnificent. Did you cycle down today? I, I should have done, but I was just a little bit late, so I didn't today. You got in a car? I did, I'm afraid, yes. Nice, okay. Yeah, I know. I'm very disappointed. Inexcusable. <laughs> Indeed. Now, listen, this story um, that broke, this uh, New Zealand one, a competition in New Zealand for children to hunt and kill feral cats. Now, that's been scrapped after a public outcry. But <laughs> incredible. How, how was it, you know, there in the first place? It, I mean, what it, do you make of it? Well, it, it sounds like some sort of crazy fantasy, doesn't it? Like fiction. But basically... The truth is that feral cats are a pest in New Zealand in particular because there's there's no other predators of that size at all. And so native birds and bats and lizards and mice and insects, all these little native creatures, they haven't evolved to be able to avoid predators because there were no predators. So along come um, domestic cats and domestic cats then are able uh, and willing and very keen to hunt all these little creatures and they've had a devastating impact on the native animal populations so um, it's bad enough with domestic cats but then what happens with feral cats just like in this country what happens is that there'll be a, a, somebody's pet cat has kittens some of their kittens wander off and fend for themselves they end up being um, completely wild and you can't be approached by humans and they end up breeding and you end up with dozens or hundreds of feral cats in an area and they then cause devastation in the local wildlife. Now, there's ways of dealing with that but the really obvious way not to deal with that is to have a competition for children to shoot and kill these these feral cats and that's what they did. So it's clearly um, insane because superficially you can say well maybe well if you hunt wild boar and you hunt deer why not hunt wild cats well the thing is how do you know that a cat is wild so if you send some 14 year old kid off with a gun and they wander down to the local cat lady and see she's got 10 cats in her garden well look there's there's a there's a bonus for them right away just take out all those 10 cats and you know they're going to be the competition winner so it's clearly an insane thing to recommend and i'm delighted that they very quickly stopped it because it's just stupid you know but it does actually it's useful to talk about it because it does raise the issue of what do you do about feral cat um, populations and what do you do about cats in a country like New Zealand where the v- local wildlife is so vulnerable and I think as far as the, the domestic cats are concerned I think there's quite a strong argument to have some regulation of domestic cats and that could be that you keep them indoors all the time and in some parts of the world that's what they do it could be that all all domestic cats are, all pet cats are, are microchipped and they're introducing that in the UK so there's some level of control as to what's going on um so that's domestic cat as far as feral cats are concerned what we know is that it, it simply doesn't work to try to kill them even if you kill them humanely um it doesn't work because all that happens feral cats exist in a place where there's um a niche for them where there's a food supply and the shelter and it's a, a nice place to be as a feral cat so if you just take out all the feral cats however you do it whether you shoot them or whatever all that happens is you create a, a big gap there and other feral cats from the area will move in and, and populate that area um so it, it just doesn't work well what works far far better is something called trap neuter release and it's also much more humane and 
what that means is you go into the area where there's the, the feral cat colony, you, um, you, 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 you trap all the cats one by one, and you um, spay the females, and you neuter, castrate the male cats, and you identify the ones that have been done by removing a little tip from their, from their left or right ear, and now you know which ones have been done. And so once you've done that, you've got a, a stable population of cats that stays the same for many years. The, the real problem with feral cats is that the females breed um, out of control. So you can have a, a female cat producing 20 kittens a year, um, and so you go from one one pair of cats in the first year to something like 50 cats two years later and that's the real problem is the overpopulation of them what you really want to do is to have a small population of neutered and spayed feral cats um, doing a good job of keeping down some of the um, the pests that, that, that otherwise thrive um, so in Ireland that would be things like rats and mice um, a feral cat population will, will a small controlled one will help to con- help to, to to foster a good balance of of wildlife and 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 our our um, community and that's what you want to do so it's coincidentally uh, um, a petition has just been launched in ireland asking the irish government to provide some funding towards trap neuter and release because at the moment you know these cats don't belong to anybody if you like their society's problem but it's left up to individuals to try to control them so there are trap neuter release programs going on but they're not funded by government they're funded by anybody who cares about it uh, and that means because it's down to private funding it means that there are you know it doesn't happen as much as it should happen so if you go to the my my, my facebook page pete the vet's web um, facebook page you'll see a link to a petition um, asking the government to help out more with trap neuter release schemes because that's the right answer and this idea of of killing cats it's just it's just a, a non-starter right who objected well the f- everybody who cared about cats in new zealand objected whether it was the local spca the, i mean i mean i know you're not a child psychologist but encouraging a child to uh, kill an animal i mean it must yeah. it must have something going on. It, it, it just shows a very distorted way of thinking. One of the slightly sad things about these, the news reports on, on, on this incident is that what the organisers said, they, they explained their reasons for stopping the competition. And it wasn't what you would hope would be that we realise it's completely inappropriate. No, no, no. What happened was they they had a, a whole bunch of of, of um, abusive and sometimes threatening emails from people who care about cats. So the reason they stopped the competition, they said, was because our sponsors and school safety are our main priority. So for that reason, we're going to withdraw the competition. So nothing to do with actually caring about the cats, unfortunately. So, yeah. um, But hopefully, on mature reflection, they'll realise the stupidity of what they were suggesting. And um, nobody else anywhere in the world, don't ever think about doing that, because it's just not... It's just so wrong. Cats are sentient creatures. You can't just take a gun out and blast them however you want, because you don't like them. It's just totally inappropriate. Yeah, okay. Very good. Uh, good to see you, Pete. <laughs> good to see you too, Declan. Thank you very much indeed. You Thank can you. get Pete uh, at uh, the clinic, uh, which is uh, the practice there on Old Connor. Um, that is Brave Vet. And Pete's website, petethevet.com. Pete Weatherburg. Actually, before you go, Pete the Vet, um, somebody's been in contact here. Will you ask, uh, Pete, will you be at Pups in the Park this weekend at Marley Park? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if you are aware of this event, 
Declan happened for the first time last year and they had two weekends last year Malahide and Marley Park and this year instead of that they're doing this weekend in, is, is Marley Park in Dublin then next weekend is in Cork um, so it's uh, different locations this year but um, the weather's looking great it was a bit damp last year this year the weather's looking fabulous there's all sorts of doggy events from dog agility to um, sniffing competitions to um, walks around the park together socialising is the main thing. Lots of people with dogs socialising with each other and lots of little competitions for pet dogs to take part in. As well as that, it's good retail stuff too. If you want to buy anything for your dog, whether new treats or food or coats or boots or any hats, whatever you want to do with dogs, come along to Pups in the Park. I think it's just a great day out for the family, to be honest, and the family means you include the dog. So there'll be lots of dogs and people gathering. Right. I'm going to give a couple of talks about different aspects. All oh, right, so you're there talking, that. I see. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right, thanks very much indeed. Pete so go online, pupsinapark.ie. <laughs> That's how you... And you have to book because it gets very, very busy on the door. So you book now, then all you can the, go along, and it's really easy. All then. there to see you. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Pete Weatherburn, Pete Th- the Vet. Thank you very, very much. much thank you. Now, 50 years on from the release of Rod Stewart's first album, Some Guys of All the Luck, the Rod Stewart story is back in theatres with a brand new show bringing to the stage fantastic live concert celebration of one of rock music's greatest icons. A man that is buying, as far as we read, if you read the Gossam columns, an apartment in Dublin because he likes it so much. But anyway, that is Rod Stewart, some man who has made a life out of admiring uh, Rod Stewart and does theatre shows with the music of Rod Stewart and the look of Rod Stewart is Paul Medcalf, who's on the line. Hi, Paul. Hi, Declan. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. How, what's it like being one day Rod, next day Paul? Oh, I'm a schizophrenic. <laughs> 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 I'm intrigued. I was just, just listening to you so and um, about the the doggy uh, uh, the doggy show you've got. I'm, I'm I was very intrigued to hear about the sniffing competition. The sniffing competition. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter's still here anyway. What's the yeah, sniffing well, competition? Well, like do- dogs, dogs sense of smell thousands of times better than ours. And so what they do is they. Fit- so what you do is you get something like a hanky and you scrunch it up, maybe with a little bit of a little bit of a. I don't know, um, meat flavour or whatever, meat smell, and you go and yeah. bury it in some, 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 somewhere in, the, in, in some, a bunch of hay rack, hay um, bales or something, uh, I don't oh, know, yeah. and then you have dogs like 50 yards away, and you say, okay, go, and they have to run up, and they have to find, find the smelly thing. So, yeah, it's, it's just great to see dogs showing their s- superhuman abilities like okay, that. Okay, well, listen, enough of dogs. <laughs> Let, let's talk about Paul, okay. 